0: Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey everyone, so before we start today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know where my headspace is right now. Um, I actually took today off, which is a Friday, and by the time you you listen to this episode it'll probably be about another two or three weeks I'm not quite sure yet but I really just needed to take a day off from work kind of refocus my podcast and I'm gonna knock out a couple of episodes today and then I can edit during the week normally I'm up at like 5 a.m. recording but lately I've totally derailed and I get up at 6 630 and I start working I have even stopped doing my morning walks where I listen to podcasts, so I just kind of have to refocus on myself, which it's totally fine, and today is Friday. It is February 26th, and I'm going to do just that. I'm going to go for my five-mile walk, record about three or four episodes, because this morning I woke up with a plethora of ideas to talk about, and um, we'll see how the day goes. So happy Saturday. Hey everyone. So today's episode is Latina Barbie gets engaged. I thought that this would be a great standalone episode instead of Latina Barbie finds her husband, Latina Barbie gets married, although I'll probably do another episode on just the married part. When I moved down to San Diego in 2008, um, if you've listened to my other episodes, you'll know I moved down because my nephew was born and then about three months later, my niece was born. And because I had decided long time ago I wasn't going to have kids, I really wanted to be present in all my nieces and nephews' lives. And since then, I now have five, but um, which mean the world to me if you listen to my episode about death, especially towards the end. So I remember coming down and... I actually, when my niece was born, it was in um, June. When I went to the hospital, my older brother and my sister-in-law brought my nephew who was born in February. And his face had changed so much. And we're talking just a couple of months. And that's when I realized I needed to move down to San Diego. It was that August, actually. I mean, that's how fast I move. Once I have an idea in my head that I make that shit happen. So it was in August that I moved down to San Diego from, I was living in Sherman Oaks and that was 2008. And I was single for about maybe two months and um, my coworker, Judy, she had said, hey, I really want you to meet my brother. And I was like, oh, like I just got out of a relationship of three and a half years that went nowhere and kind of like that cruise to nowhere. So you stay on just to see where you might end up, but really you go nowhere. So there's that relationship. That's a whole other topic. So I moved down and I'll never forget, I was actually shopping. I was at Babies R Us in Mira Mesa, shopping for my friend Shannon's baby shower, Zoe. And I got the text from my my now sister-in-law, Judy, and she just said, hey, can I give my brother your phone number? Now he was already living in San Diego. So I was like, sure. I said, yes, proceed with caution. That was my exact text. Sure, yes, proceed with caution. So at that time, I was so excited about being back down in San Diego that I was entertaining, I think, every Wednesday night or something like that. I'd have my older brother come over for dinner. I had my little brother come over for dinner with their wives and their, my, my first niece and nephews. And he called me, um, his name is Giancarlo. I know, such a sexy name. So, <laughs> Giancarlo called me on a Wednesday, and I remember my little brother was over with his wife, Kendall, and uh, Cora, my baby niece, who's now just literally just is going to be 13 this year. It's crazy. But um, I just called him. I had answered the phone call and I said, Hey, can I call you back? Or can you call me back? My little brother's over here. I'm, you know, making dinner. He was like, Sure. So that night he called me and we were on the phone for maybe about a half an hour, 45 minutes. And at that point, you know, I was also doing the online dating and stuff, like with eHarmony and Match. And, you know, at I was like 34, 35 years old. And at that point, come on, like, let's, if we connect on the phone, let's meet in person, like, let's get this over with. Like, either we are physically attracted to each other or we're not. But I didn't really have time to figure all that shit out. Not that I had anywhere to be or anywhere to go, but I just, I didn't want to be on the phone with somebody like 24 seven and then finally meeting them and going, Oh, pass. So I remember I, I told him, I said, Hey, you know, do you just want to meet right now for a drink? and he like it was so funny because he was just like um um well no no um you know i you know like i have to get ready and blah 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 and now that i'm married to him i understand what that means that means like a whole hour process so i understand he didn't want to meet me that that night for a drink and then the next day he called me and was like um hey i'm gonna get out of work early today do you want to um meet up like do you want to go out and i had already had plans with one of my besties Dawn. And I don't know if you all remember, but True Blood was the series of the moment. And I didn't have HBO and Dawn did. And Dawn also had wine. So every Thursday when I had moved back to San Diego, I was at her house on Thursdays. We would drink wine and watch True Blood. And I wasn't about to change plans with a friend for a guy. I learned a long time ago, my friends are always going to be there through thick and thin and guys, Come and go, of course, unless you marry them. So he got, I got, I think he got a little upset or something. And he called his sister, who is my coworker. And um, he was like, What? I just get like her leftover time and blah, blah, blah. And I I did not know this until later. So then that was a Thursday. And then I'm not really quite sure about the days, how they all got mixed up and stuff. But we ended up, um, I think I texted him like a week later. And the reason why I texted him was I said, "Hey, are we gonna go out next week? Because I'm having sushi with my friend, and we're trying to make plans for next week. And you know, if you if you wanted to kind of like you know, take dibs on me, then you know I'm giving you first dibs." <laughs> so he got so pissed, and he said, "No, go ahead and make your plans." And I was like, "Oh, there goes that one. Done, right?" But because he was my coworker's brother. Um, I remember on a Monday morning, I did send a text to him and said, hey, I just hope you had a great weekend, blah, blah, blah. Then that kind of opened up the communication again. And we ended up going out that week. I think we went out like on a Wednesday or something. Anyways, uh, 10 days later, we're living together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, listen, if it's one thing, you know, Latino Barbie moves very quickly and I'm not an amateur because I've lived with other guys before. So I knew what I was getting into. And at this point, it was kind of like a leap of faith. I had a great first date with him. Like, I remember my first date with Giancarlo was um, we met at Dave and Buster's and he just had this like look on him like, I don't know, it was just an indescribable look, and he was wearing a black guayaveta and some jeans, and we sat down and had dinner, and um, I was challenging him a little bit, like, hey, try my food and I'll try your food, and little did I know, he was quite OCD, so it was a very big thing for him, I didn't know that. And I remember going to the bathroom and texting Judy and said, holy shit, I'm in trouble your brother is hot. And she text messages me right away and says, don't have sex with my brother. And I'm like, girl, then why did you introduce me? Because you know it's gonna happen. <laughs> so um, we had such a great night that, that night. We played um, air hockey. And you know how people talk about that moment when you realize that like this is the guy that you're gonna be with, this is the girl that you're gonna be with for the rest of your life. It was the strangest thing where we were playing air hockey and like, I'm very competitive. I mean, come on, I have an older brother and a younger brother and I was super competitive. And so that little puck thing was like flying all over the place. And Giancarlo just said one thing. He said, oh my gosh, I wonder what they think of us. Like everybody around us, because we were having fun. And, and I don't know what it was about that particular moment where I was like, Yeah, I'm done. Like literally our date could have ended and I knew I would still be marrying this guy. That's how sure I was. So we left Dave & Buster's and I tried to play it cool and I was like, okay, you know, I'll see you when I see you, blah, 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 blah. Then the following week, well, I think we went out one more time and then the following week I went to Palm Springs with my friends, um, mom actually and her friends. And I remember Giancarlo calling me that morning and he was just like, hey, do you have a minute? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know, I just want to let you know I've been thinking about you a lot and blah, blah, blah. It was just really like, okay, cool. Um, let's see. That was on a Wednesday when we went to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, the following Saturday, we were moving in with each other. That's how fast. It was 10 days. And I just knew. I, like, I was like, done. We, I'm going to fast forward a little bit, only because there was a lot of other details that you can catch up on my other episodes about, like, you know, we had to get confirmed, that's on my religion episode, and all these other things that just, like, well, I'll just, I'll, I guess I could just, I mean, it's my podcast, right? So I could get kind of just, there's no rules. So, okay, I'll tell you this one thing. So when, as he's moving his stuff in, first of all, what was really cool about him moving his stuff into my place was... The furniture that he brought was actually the furniture that I was missing. It was like a it was like a perfect puzzle where I didn't have a dining room. He brought this beautiful glass top table with chairs. I didn't have a bed at the time. I had an IKEA bed because I had a two bedroom. So the the second bedroom, which was actually my office because I work from home, had my bed in there, my IKEA bed. He brought a bed into the master bedroom, or I should say the primary bedroom, and. It like, it just fit. But along with that, I kind of, I remember him moving all his stuff in and I was kind of feeling that, oh my gosh, like my space is starting to dwindle away. And I'll never forget, my friend Jen called me and said, hey, we're gonna go to pictures which is like a the neighborhood like bar place. Like everybody knows everybody. It's like cheers. Except the postman never shows up, I guess. Anyways. <laughs> so um, she's like, hey, do you want to go to pictures? And I tell Giancarlo, I'm like, yeah. And he he knew I was feeling a little like, like a little angst about everything. And he was like, I will, I'll drop you off. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is where Giancarlo realizes, I think, how important my friends are to me. And so um, I Spent the evening there at Pitchers. I came home totally. I mean, I wasn't drunk, but I was buzzed enough to be like, alleviate the pain, if you know what I mean. It was just a different type of like getting used to, I guess, because I knew this was going to be forever. So anyways, so that was October. And then in June, my Nana had a birthday. I think it was her, gosh, I wanna say 80th birthday. And it was in El Centro. And we all went, and it was a really great birthday party, you guys, because she had already been diagnosed with dementia. So um, it was very special to all of us. And my Theo Markey was still alive back then. Um, you can catch his story on the episode about death. I didn't know uh, what was going on. I mean, obviously, we were just having fun. I mean, my cousins are a blast. I love my cousins just all family time, it was fun and everything like that. And then that, that whole plan was, that was on a Saturday, the whole plan was the next day, Giancarlo and I were gonna go wine tasting with his friend and his wife. Uh, so we drove home that night, or the next morning, I can't remember. But, um, so anyways, we're back at home, and we're getting ready. And I just remember it being really hot that day, and his friend was always late. So Giancarlo told me, he's like, you know what, he's like, I just, I just talked to him, and we're gonna meet them up at the winery. I'm like, okay. Like not thinking anything about it. So we get to the winery, it was Wilson Creek Winery. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Wilson Creek Winery used to be like my favorite winery, but now it's just so heavily populated. It's not even like an experience anymore. It's just, it's not fun. But back then it was, it was small. It just had a restaurant, it had like maybe one or two little tasting rooms. And so we got there on a Sunday and it was not too many people. And he just, he seemed a little off. You know what, I better back up the whole story. I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm i am gonna back up a second. There was, I think a couple months prior to, we were at Costco and he was looking at flat screen TVs. This is funny. And to me, I was like thinking, you're looking for a flat screen TV and, Who, how are we gonna pay for this? Not that we didn't either have money, we did, but I was more like, are we going 50 50? And, you know, for the slight chance that we break up, really the big question was, who was getting the flat screen TV? So I was getting a little, you know, a little antsy about getting engaged, and just, I guess it was on my mind. But the funny thing is, is he he was like, oh, let's go look at the flat screen TVs. And he's like, we know we should get this one and this one and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I finally just looked at him and I said, you wanna buy a flat screen TV with me? When are we gonna get engaged? So that was the story that got him thinking. And to this day, I don't know if he really wanted to marry me or if he just wanted a fucking flat screen TV, really. (laughs) So anyways. Since then, we've got a a couple flat screen TVs. (laughs) So there you go. But, anyways, I tell that story because I really think that was the story that really made him think about getting engaged. So we'll see. Anyways, okay. So fast forward. Sorry, guys. Again, my podcast. So fast forward. We're at Wilson Creek and we're wine tasting, and he was drinking a little bit and. Um, we went outside and it was super hot. We'd go back in, had some, some wine. And, and I just remember his conversation started with, he's looking at me and and granted, when Giancarlo drinks, he gets very, very sentimental. I mean, I, I think we all do. But he, um, he started this like monologue, this like conversation with me saying, you know, um, you know you mean a lot to me, right? And I love you so much and... As he was talking, there was a slight two seconds on my part where I was thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, is he is he going to propose to me? Oh my gosh. But then he kept rambling on, and I was getting freaking hot. It was hot up in Temecula. And he kept rambling and rambling and rambling, and then I finally just said, oh my gosh, it's so hot out here. Oh, maybe we should go inside. Like I was all complaining, right? And then <laughs> he says, um... Can I, can I finish? And that's when I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, it's coming, it's coming. Like I've seen this on Lifetime movies, like this is actually happening happening to me. So yes, boys boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Giancarlo got down on one knee. In fact, he might've gotten down on both knees, I can't remember. Anyways, so he asked me to marry him. He says, you know, will you spend the rest of your life with me, something along the lines of that. Um, I love you. You know, will you, will you be my wife? And when he opened up the box, it was the most beautiful ring. Like I, I had seen it before. Cause of course we went to Jared's, but wasn't sure on when it was coming and all this and everything. And I was already upset that it was su- super hot. His friends hadn't shown up and all this. And little did I know they weren't, they weren't even planning on coming. He didn't even have them coming. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I guess he was supposed to put the ring on my finger, but I was so shocked, surprised, and hot that I took the ring and put it on my finger and poor thing, he was like,, um, I think I think I was supposed to put the ring on your finger. I'm like, yeah it, it's okay. So I was so, so happy. I was like, oh my gosh, like I wanted to hold on to this feeling of this is what people talk about when you get engaged. like it is I got, I, got, I felt like I got promoted, like I got upgraded from girlfriend status to fiance status. So of course I went back into the winery because it was freaking hot and I'm telling everybody and anybody within maybe, I don't know, a half a mile radius of where I'm at that I had just gotten engaged. I was super excited because I had just polished my nails in my favorite OPI color, Malaga Wine, you're welcome Don. and I was excited, like I, oh my gosh. I, And then he even went further as to, we had lunch reservations at the restaurant there and there was like a dozen roses there on the table. I'm calling my mom, my dad, my friends, we're calling his mom, his sister Judy. And we just, it was the best day. And that night, by the time we got back to, the, to our place, I already had a date set. Like, I wanted to be 10-9-10. And that was the day that we ended up getting married. And I remember him calling me, like, it was so funny when we would, after we got engaged, he would call me like every day, like every, well, obviously we lived together. That was dumb of me to say. But he would call me like every couple of hours and like ask how the ring is. It was the funniest thing. Like, it was like, yep, still shiny, still beautiful. Like, I'm just, it was just this craziness of, like relishing in the fact that I was engaged. Like I became a fiance. It was crazy. It was crazy how everything just went down and how those feelings of when you know, you know, and at the same time, it's also kind of very peaceful feeling because again, when you know, you know, and you kind of already have your future planned out with this one person. So, Yeah. It was just crazy. So I think I'm going to stop there. Actually. Um, there's not really much more I want to get into as far as the engagement process. I think I might do like a follow-up to this episode next because there's a lot of conversations that I think people need to have prior to getting married. And sometimes those conversations change after the first year of marriage. Let's see how many times, let's see, I'm at 20 minutes. Yeah, I think this is a good time to stop. So anyways, that's how Latina Barbie got engaged and eventually um, ended up getting married, yay! So yeah, 10-9-10 is the day we got married and um, I guess I'll, yeah, I'm gonna stop there. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie, don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve.